today's episode, I'm talking about how to build resilience in your career. Hey, welcome here to a brand new episode. I'm your host, Dr. Faith Elizabeth Nanyonga. If you're listening in today, I'd like to take this minute to thank you for each and every time that you tune in to listen to me as I teach about career development and personal development. Your support is invaluable to me and I don't take it for granted. If it's your first time here, welcome, welcome to the Frame Solution Podcast. And if you'd like to be a fan, there are three ways you can support this show and spread the love. Every single share, subscribe count matters. So do not think your efforts go unnoticed. The first way you could support this show is by leaving a review in Apple Podcasts. Reviews not only make the world a better place for me, as the podcast gets to many ears, but also rank our podcast higher in the podcast charts. You can subscribe to this podcast so that you do not miss out any episode as they are released. And also, you could choose to be a guest on the podcast by sending in an email. The email address is theframesolutions at gmail.com. Thank you once again. So my definition of resilience is the capacity to get back very fast, which is recovering when you're hit by setbacks, challenges, or problems. And this could be in any aspect of your life. So if you're like me, you've had to practice being resilient in your career or in your life. Probably you've had a job rejection when you applied for a job. You've dealt with a hard boss who's giving you a hard time at work. You've circumvented hard situations in your life and your career you're juggling motherhood and parenthood, or you are just starting out and thinking of how to advance your career and build some resilience to get where you want to go. I know what you're going through because I've been there. I've had to build resilience over time in my career and there's things that I've learned and things that have helped me get to where I am when it comes to building resilience. One of the things that I would want to start with is that prepare yourself for rejection. Many of us fear to try out new things because you have the fear that you'll be rejected when you do try out something new. So with preparing for rejection is that you practice being rejected. Say, for example, you go to a cafe and you want to take your dog to the cafe. As you may know, most cafes do not allow animals or pets inside. So while you're going to buy your coffee, you ask the person selling the coffee at the counter, could I bring in my dog? Of course, they're going to say no. But if you practice your rejection, even if they say no, you'll be cool with it because you'll say, what's the worst that could happen? The other instance that I've done mostly in my career is that I've had to apply for jobs that I feel that I do not have the capacity to get. Like when I was looking for a job, I saw this job at a UN facility in South Korea needed a person with 10 years working experience of course I have three years working experience but I had the qualities and all the credentials they needed for the job so I sent it my application and while I was writing my application I was like ah, I'll just put in my application what's the worst thing that could happen the worst thing that could happen is me getting a rejection and not being invited for the interviews so that's exactly what I did I sent in my application I applied for the job irrespective of whether I made the 10 years working experience. And that rejection or that lack of reply gives me the resilience to continue because I know that the worst thing that could happen in my career is either getting a no, not being invited for an interview, and I could live with that rejection. And I would have built my resilience muscle. So to weather unexpected challenges throughout your career, you'll need to embrace lifelong learning. I've had to build lifelong learning throughout my career. 
stayed up to date with the emerging technologies in my field and industry through reading, through Twitter, through blogs, like through information that is being released. By taking online courses, enrolling in professional workshops, enrolling in professional conversations, I've kept my skills up to date. And when I'm doing this, I'm keeping my skills sharp and in demand with the qualities that are needed in my profession. It's a very good way to build resilience through embracing lifelong learning. In your case, it might be different, but if you embrace lifelong learning, you will get that career resilience and you'll be able to weather storms that come your way in your career. So think about it. What could you do today that would help you stay resilient and stay up to date with the trends and the technologies that are happening in your field? I leave that question for you. So the third point, I think you've heard me talk about it over and over again, is to cultivate a robust professional network. By cultivating a robust professional network, you are preparing yourself in event that you face any problems and trials along your career journey. If you have a network of people who are like-minded like you, who are going to support you, who are going to stand with you when you're facing trials, you are on the right path to building career resilience. So I urge you today to go and build that connection that you need or those connections that you need in your career because you never know when you'll need them. I've done an episode before about how to build career connection through LinkedIn, how to reach out to different people. So please go and listen to that episode and you'll be able to understand how you should go about constructing your career network and the tips and tricks that will help you build a formidable career network that will help you advance your career and also build the career resilience that you need. Number four is to take charge of your career and actively manage your own career development. It's your career, so you're in charge of it. So you take charge of your career by establishing your strengths, your weaknesses, your values, your interests, and your passions. I've done an episode about it in the past, and you could go back and listen to that episode because I give an in-depth explanation of how you can manage your career development, what you have to look out for when you're managing your career. When you do this, is that you're going to establish what you're good at, which are your strengths, and you're going to use your strengths to your advantage to build your career resilience. You're going to also establish the roadblocks that you faced in your career. What are those things that have hindered you to get from point A to point B? It might be a mindset. It might be a skill you're lacking. It might be you lack the right connection. So when you establish those roadblocks, so you devise ways on how you're going to overcome those hindrances. Also, the other thing that you have to do is you look at your current situation, figure out where you are in your career. What are the things that you're good at? What are the problems you're facing? Where do you see yourself? Have you had hardships along your career? Have you had things that you are proud of that you've excelled at? While you're doing this is that you're trying to understand your situation and also forecasting what could happen in the future. If you take charge of your career, like how I explained in that episode, you'll be sure to understand that this is what I need to do to get to where I want to go. Establish your personal brand. I've talked about it in the past episode. Your personal brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room. When you establish your personal brand, people will know you for something. So you'll stand up to that something. Of course, it's not good to over-rely on what people say about you, but it's very important in a career development perspective. If you're developing your career, you want people to know you for your strengths, not for your weakness. So while you're establishing your career brand, you're going to look at the things that you're good at and highlight them more and more so that people can see that this is what exactly Faith is good at. This is what Mary is good at. This is what John is good at. So you have highlighted your strengths and 
with your personal brand, you won't need to explain yourself when you get into that room. People will know you by your actions and by what you're good at. That's what I mean by career brand. The next point I'm going to talk about is look towards the future. Look towards the future means that you have a big perspective of your career. The most resilient people do not look at the past. They look at the future. Of course, every one of us go through challenges and challenges should not hinder you from achieving your career goals. Like what I've talked about in my previous episodes, I've talked about my journey as I was developing my career. At some point of my career is that I faced hardships like when I was applying for my master's degree. I tried to get a reference from my immediate boss, but the guy could not budge. He could not send my references, but I didn't look at that as the hindrance for me developing my career. I found a way to go around it and get myself a reference that I needed to get my master's scholarship. Your scenario might be different from mine, but if you keep your eyes on the big picture, is that you're going to be able to figure out ways to go around those hard blocks that you're facing in your career and you'll circumvent them in such a way that you will either take a detour, you'll pivot or you'll turn. By that, I mean that as I was facing a hardship with not getting the right reference from my immediate boss, I found someone else who could avail me the reference that I needed to get my master's degree scholarship. So if I didn't have a network of people that I knew who could say faith is this and stand by me, I couldn't have gotten that scholarship. While you're building your career and also building your career resilience, is that build your network of people who stand by you. What's going to happen is that you'll find yourself getting away from those people that are hindering your progress and you find ways to overcome those problems that you're facing in your career. I hope I make sense in this point. Having an eye for the big picture, however much you face any trials in your career journey, you'll keep your eyes on the prize. The prize might be you want to get a PhD as I did, you want to become a manager, or you want to become a leader in your field. If you keep your eyes on that picture of you being a manager and you visualize yourself in that position as a manager who has weathered the storms, who has grown through it all, who has built resilience, I'm sure with the right mindset and with that big picture in view, you'll be able to get to where you want to go. This is the last point that I had to mention in this episode. If you have learned something from this episode, I would like you to share this podcast on your Instagram, screenshot it and share it with the people on your Instagram and also tag me. The Instagram page is The Frame Solutions. If you've learned something on this episode, I would like to hear what you've learned. I would like to hear how are you building your resilience? Are you building your resilience? Are you having trouble to build your resilience when it comes to the things that you need to do in your life or even your career? Get in touch with me on email. The email address is faithleads at theframesolutions.com. I hope you've learned something from this episode. And if you have, please rate and review wherever you listen to your podcast. Subscribe to this podcast. Share it with your family, friends, and those that you think are interested in career development. Also, follow me on the socials, which is Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Pinterest. The username is The Frame Solutions. I can't wait to speak to you in the next episode. Stay blessed. Bye-bye.